Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After leaving teaching because of some serious burnout, she vowed to build the community she wished existed when she needed it most. She went from classroom teacher to an educational consultant, instructional designer, and six-figure business owner. Now, she's here to help you achieve happiness and work-life balance, whether inside or outside the classroom. Come join our discussion as we talk about managing teacher burnout, career transitions outside the classroom, starting a side hustle, and everything in between. Here's your host of the Teacher Career Coach Podcast and your new personal cheerleader, Daphne Gomez. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Teacher Career Coach Podcast. I'm Daphne Williams and today I'm interviewing Claire Bossert, a former teacher who transitioned to a new role after eight years of educational experience. Claire recently was hired for a position at an education company after working as both a classroom teacher and a reading specialist. Make sure to stay tuned until the very end of the interview and hear how Claire decided on this specific career path. Hey, Claire, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, good to talk to you again. So, Claire, you were one of my students in the Teacher Career Coach course, but I want to get back to the beginning, like we're just getting to know each other for the first time. So tell me a tiny bit about your journey in education. Why did you become a or how long you were a teacher? So I was in the schools for about eight years. Um, my undergrad is actually in business and I worked that for worked in marketing for a couple years out of school and just wasn't totally feeling fulfilled. So I started doing some volunteering at a shelter with a reading program and I loved it. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like meant to be a teacher. I need to be in the classroom. So I went to grad school and while I was in grad school, I worked as a TA, got my initial license and taught second and third grade. Started kind of feeling a little frustrated in the classroom and loved teaching reading. So I went and got my reading certificate and was a reading specialist for the last couple of years. So yeah, in total, about eight years in the schools. Did you find yourself liking or disliking some of those positions more than others? Definitely. Um, classroom teaching is, I will say it, I think until the day I die, the hardest job that anyone can ever have. It takes everything out of you and you put your whole self into it. Super rewarding, but also super exhausting. Um, I loved teaching reading. My reading specialist, my time as a reading specialist was <clears throat> super rewarding as well, but I, it came to a point when I knew I wanted to see what else is out there. What job do you actually do now? So I was hired as an inside sales associate with an ed tech company. Okay. What, is, what does that mean? So my role pretty much day to day is I build relationships with districts and schools and work with them looking at data and demographics and try to figure out 
what online solutions would be best for them. So you're kind of picking out the curriculum that would work best for specific school districts? Yep. How did you decide on that career direction? Um, well, I kind of made up my mind that I was ready to leave the schools and signed up for an amazing teacher career course that kind of led me <laughs> to <laughs> realize that just throwing my resume out into every open position I could find was not going to get me to a place where I was happy in my professional life. And I started researching different jobs that I thought sounded interesting and trying to talk to people that worked in those positions to see actually what their day-to-day was and if they were happy in their new position. Um, And at that same time, started looking for different companies I thought I might want to work for. And ultimately, through that process, led me to find my job now. What kind of jobs were you applying for when you're just kind of throwing them at the wall? Just curious. I don't know. Anything and everything from an admin assistant to, I don't know. I feel like it was a lot of administrative work because I felt like, well, what can I do? You know, my only skills are in the classroom. But again, through the course, I realized how transferable those classroom skills really are to a lot of different job opportunities. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's going to be different for every single person with everyone's personality. There's a former teacher that I've been working with and she's in love with the idea of being like an admin assistant or an office manager or a virtual assistant. Cause she said she just doesn't really want to think or look at curriculum anymore, <laughs> but she really likes organizing things and she really likes data, but she also is kind of so burned out mentally out of it where she doesn't want to be in charge of presenting to anybody or having, you know, too much responsibility where she's at the front of an office, but she, she knows like what exactly she would be good at. She would be motivated with. So some people would love those positions. Yeah. It just, you know, it varies. I was also very much when I was leaving the classroom, I think throwing my, resume at you know anything that was out there for a little while and there were one or two job interviews that I had where I thought oh I really hope I get this and then looking back I was like well I may have not actually liked that one but it's such a good learning process because you're not gonna know until you start exploring and doing I wouldn't you know I wouldn't know any direction that I would need to go on if I didn't put like that first step out there. Definitely. Um, I think it definitely depends on where you're at with a, with your job searching process. But for in the beginning, I was just like, I just have to get out. Like I will take whatever position it's going to be that gets me out and that will be just like my stepping stone. But I'm really glad I ended up where I am because I think that I would have gotten bored really easily if I would have just taken whatever random job may have been offered to me. Whereas I ended up somewhere still in education, so I still get to work towards helping students and helping teachers, and it's challenging and I'm learning, so I'm really glad I ended up where I where I am. What obstacles do you feel like you had to personally overcome to land this position? Um, I think. A- Confidence was a huge one. Like I said, that I just felt like all my skills were classroom and I just couldn't imagine why anyone would want to hire me, being that all my experience was in teaching and through different conversations with other teachers that had left that are in new roles. 
And like I'll keep going back to it. The course really helped me to believe in myself that I did have skills that were totally transferable and that positions outside of schools were going to see as valuable. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the main reason why I wanted to make the teacher career coach courses because I felt the exact same way. I felt like no one wanted to hire me. I thought I was going to have to start all over again. And then once I finally got out, I started networking. I started looking around and seeing, no, there are all these natural career paths, but I was in my education bubble that I didn't know anyone who had taken those paths. And so I wanted to help open everyone's eyes to the potential of, you know, there are all these other people out there, you know, like there's that statistic that says how many teachers leave. But what we always focus on is how sad that is. And it's tragic and something needs to change in education to help support people and to help make it more of a sustainable career. But also all those teachers go somewhere. You know, there are careers that are hiring the majority of them. And some places like the ones that I teach in the course, hire them to like a higher, um, they hire them at, or they hire more teachers than other positions just due to the natural transferable skills that come with education. Definitely. Did you think before you took the teacher career coach course that you're going to have to go back to school if you wanted to get into a new career? Definitely. I was already looking up different (laughs) certifications that I could get to, you know, do different jobs or yeah, I definitely, that was a possibility. I didn't want to. I felt like I have a decent amount of education and I came to realize I have a lot of skills that different companies are looking for, but it did did cross my mind that I might have to go back to school. Did you feel like you were qualified for this position when you were looking at the job description? Did it say that it was looking for a former teacher or during the interview process, did they give you any clues that uh, your teaching experience was valuable? It did not say that they were looking for um, former teachers and the requirements didn't necessarily align. But once I got to the interview, it was kind of insane how easily I answered every single question with different things that I had done in the schools. Yeah, especially educational companies. I've noticed a lot of the positions don't require you to have educational backgrounds. But when you do, it almost gets your foot in the door even more because you're able to speak to the customer. Is that kind of similar to the experience that you had in the interview? Absolutely. I, you know, can talk the talk. And I think I totally proved that in my interview. And it has been super helpful in my job now that when I call different um, districts and schools and I talk to principals, I can see myself in their school using this curriculum so I can speak to exactly what they're needing and looking for and wanting to use it for. Yeah. One thing that happens in interviews also is we always try to be super, super professional, but there are companies that are looking more for, you know, personality over it. Did you have any experience like that with this interview? Yeah. I feel super lucky to be where I'm at because the company really like prides itself on hiring good people and they're willing to train you. So they, in the interview, they want to get an idea of what kind of person you are not necessarily your background and your experience. Yeah. So they're looking more for how you would fit within their company culture than necessarily someone who's faking being 
overly experienced or a robot. Absolutely. Um, So how does your new career compare to your experience as a teacher? Do you feel like you have any more work-life balance or if the salary is more or less, feel free to say so? So my work-life balance is completely balanced now. I feel like like when my workday is done, it's done. And I'm not, I don't have to think about it throughout the night. I don't have to check emails. I'm not having dreams about things I could have, should have done. Um, I have more energy. I feel more mentally and physically healthy. It's just like insane. As far as salary, I will say that I am more financially comfortable than I ever have been or probably would be as a teacher, even with a second job. When you were you were a teacher, you had a second job? Correct. What was your second job? Do you mind me asking? No, I, well, I did all kinds of things. I pretty much always taught before or after school. I did some adult education at a community college. I worked for a nonprofit. I just always needed something supplemental. Because your teaching salary wasn't really making the cut for you? Correct. That's one of the more unfortunate things about teaching is it requires so much, you know, it so much of your time and your energy and background. But then when it comes to financial stability, teachers often have to find themselves working even more on top of it. And, you know, until things change, that's that's going to be an unfortunate reality Definitely. that pushes a lot of teachers out. I mean, that um, was a huge frustration of mine. I mean, this is going to be different for every single person. But when you were leaving and got into this new position, do you already have, you know, benefits set up in this new position? How did that work for you? Because that's a question a lot of teachers end up having, you know, what's going to happen with my retirement? Do I roll it over? Okay, so I work in a state or I taught in a state that requires or mandates you to give a certain percent to your retirement. And that percent is insane. Anyone I've ever told is just like, they can't make you do that. And I'm like, yes, they can. And they did. And so when I left, I rolled it over into just another retirement account that I had already set up. Oh, okay. Yeah. that's And that's something I always tell people. I'm not a financial advisor. So I know that because you were taking the teacher career coach course, I remember when you actually got this position, it has only been a few months, but you did, I think you sacrificed your summer to go into it, right? Correct. Do you regret that decision at all? Not at all. I mean, we're obviously living in very weird times in a global pandemic where I wouldn't really had a summer this year anyway, but the amount of PTO I get and the freedom I have once I clock out at the end of the day is just way more beneficial than quote unquote getting the summer off because we all know as teachers, we don't really get it off. Have there been moments since you've started this new position where you've struggled with imposter syndrome, where you felt like maybe you're not good enough for your new position? Definitely at the very beginning. um, It just feels weird to be out of the schools once you've left, but I can't say enough how lucky I feel to be where I'm at. And I actually got to start with a cohort with a couple other people at the exact same time. And one of the other people I started with is also a teacher. So we've definitely connected and 
shared how we it feels so weird to be out but we are just feel so happy and lucky that we are where we're at yeah that's a really great point when you leave and you get into like a larger organization especially an educational company you'll meet all these different departments that have former teachers but in different roles can you tell me some of the other position titles at your company that are taken by former teachers sure i can speak directly to a lot of things (laughs) with that question So when I first found this company through my research of places I thought I might want to work at, I reached out to my network and asked, hey, does anyone know anyone that works here? If so, can you put me in contact? And um, I'm a part of this volunteer organization and one of the women in it connected me to her friend who worked for this company. So I kind of shot her an email. Hey, my name's Claire. I found this company. I want to know what it's like. Do you like working here? What's your role? I'm a former teacher. Do you have any suggestions on how I should approach the application process? And she was super helpful and came back and she's like, I'm also a former teacher. You know, I left however many years ago. I am so happy. I've grown so much here. There's opportunities for promotions and different training opportunities. Her role, I believe now, is some sort of project manager and she is just killing it at our company, it looks like. When people are looking at that word project manager, that position title project manager, it's usually so vague that it's it's hard to understand what it means. But when it's at an educational company, a project manager usually is just talking about an educational product. So think about one piece of curriculum that you love and how would all the different departments put together that book like who would put together the graphic design for the book what type of text should be in the book what do the assessments look like in the book what kind of coding would have to happen right. and they just help all the different departments create that and so project managers at educational companies are often former teachers yep those skills are just so transferable i think day to day in a classroom you're project managing you know, the whole day. So it would make sense that a former teacher would do well in that kind of role. What's the first thing that you would advise a teacher to do if they were interested in pursuing your specific career path? I would reach out to someone in this role and get an idea of their day-to-day and see if that was something you're interested in. Yeah. And I know that's kind of hard too. If you ever feel like you're completely burned out, sometimes you just talk yourself out of anything sounding good. Do you feel like you were ever at that low point during your career transition? Yeah, I think it's way easier to talk yourself out of something than to talk yourself into it. And that imposter syndrome thinking that you can't do anything other than work in the schools. But it's just proven to me time and time again, and that is so not true. What was it about this path that really clicked with you that made you want to give it a chance? I think talking with other former teachers that had left and hearing how happy they were. One thing that I always think is, you know, if you're rock bottom, not happy right now, I hate the phrase, like, what do you have to lose? But (laughs) you're not really going to know what is out there unless you actually start exploring and trying. And so fear can't hold you back of, what if the next thing is actually worse? Because if you're at the lowest, it probably won't get worse. But 
it'll help you move towards a different direction or get more clarity on what you're missing in one situation. Yeah. I mean, I can also speak to that. Another reason I left is just like there was no more room for growth. I think some people thrive with change. I really think that some people thrive in an environment where they're able to change their day-to-day. And if they haven't explored positions with that environment, they don't know that that's the type of jobs where they thrive. Right. A lot of people go into teaching as one of their first career paths. Did Is that how you were also? No, actually, because my undergrad's in business. So I worked outside of education for a while. Did you like business or education more? Just curious. I don't know. <laughs> I mean... They both had their, you know, pros and cons. But that, I mean, it's fair. It's really important to be honest, but I think that your business and your education experience was a perfect fit for what you're doing now. Totally. So when I started looking, I was like, hey, how can I combine these two backgrounds? And this role is just the perfect combination of both. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I just, I never regret, even the very last year that I had teaching where it was really not a pleasant experience. I had a very toxic work environment and um, just a lot of mental health struggles on my side trying to navigate that school year. And I'm not proud of you know, how I, how I handled some of the stress of it, Mm -hmm. but I would never change it for the world because that experience has got me to who I am like now. Absolutely. My experience in education helped me pivot and get into educational consulting, get into instructional design, get more confident speaking on stage. And I, I wouldn't have ever done any of that if it wasn't for that last year teaching, even though it was really not ideal. Yeah. Something I else I will say is that in when you are a teacher and you work in a classroom, you think you just work with kids all day, but I actually learned a ton of communication skills working in a school because there are tons of different personalities within teachers that you have to learn how to work with and communicate with and that in itself has been super beneficial outside of the schools too. When I've been working in different school districts as an educational consultant, I can identify different types of educators and it helps me, oh, this is an educator who's really into this kind of pedagogy and she might be more inclined to have interest in my conversation if I do this, but this educator seems like she's really busy and I can help her in this way. And I always, I always thought of, different people back in my um, school experience. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Claire, if, if there's someone who's struggling right now who has been putting out resumes and not hearing back from anybody, Did you go through any times like that when you were um, applying? Oh, definitely. I can't even count how many resumes I put out there. What would you tell that person? Try to narrow your focus. Find out what you think you actually really would enjoy doing and keep applying. Also keep talking about it. I felt the more that I told people my plan, the more it became real for me. Yeah, absolutely. It. Every single person who's applying 
and not getting the response that they want or interviewing for jobs that they want, but getting no's after the interviews. You know, it feels so devastating, but the yes is right around the corner. Definitely. Thank you so much for being here today. And I really appreciate you coming and speaking to the audience. I know that they're going to learn so much from you. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, it's always fun talking with you, Daphne. So grateful for all the former teachers like Claire who have volunteered their time to help support the teacher career coach community with their advice. Because Claire was a member of the teacher career coach course, I'll link the course to the show notes of this episode for anyone looking to get started with my complete program. As always, make sure you're subscribed to stay tuned and leave a review if you want to help other teachers find this support and this community. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll see you on the next episode of the Teacher Career Coach Podcast. Thank you.